Well, again, hello, everyone. The recording has started, and uh, welcome all of you back to the teleseminar for today. And uh, just again, for people who are new to the teleseminars, um, I'm changing the the amount of time we do the teleseminar. We're going to shorten it a bit uh, because... Um, for people who want to just listen to it, it's good to have like a 30-minute teleseminar than an hour one in terms of people's time and so forth. So we're going to try a little new format. Uh, but still, what happens is I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the topic for today's teleseminar and then open it up for uh, any questions that people have or anything that people hear on the Teleseminar would like to share about their understanding of the principles or Sid, Sid Bank's teachings um, um, or anything that they they like to share about today, uh, what it may have occurred to them as we've talked today. Um, again, the teleseminars are based on the writings and teachings of Sidney Banks. There are a number of books by Sidney Banks, and I would encourage you to um, to uh, get yourself some of those books. They're great, and they really help with an understanding about the nature of life and our own <clears throat> psychological functioning. Before we get into today's um, topic, uh, one other announcement uh, is that, you know, uh, every four months I offer for people on, the, on this particular teleseminar or people who are listening to this teleseminar a free um, coaching call with me. So if you're interested, just drop me an email at dr.drmarkhoward at comcast.net, and uh, we'll arrange that. So again, anybody here on the call or listening to this particular teleseminar, if you're interested in a free uh, coaching call with me, let me know. Okay, what about today's topic? Well, I didn't want to, um, like, uh, minimize people's uh, troubled thinking by calling it our silly thoughts, but today's topic really comes from um, uh, something that Sid, Sid mentioned to us in a small group, but is also on one of his audio tapes. And he was just talking about how we all have what we're looking for already. It's inside us that we have the happiness we're looking for, and it's already there. And that really, really uh, resonated with me. I, I didn't know what, how to live with that when I first heard that, but it really shifted um, uh, how I began to look for happiness in my life. Um, and he said it, his quote was something like, uh, you have all of what you're looking for. Your happiness is within you were it, uh, were it not for your silly thoughts. And uh, again, that was very powerful. And I don't mean, again, like minimizing the struggles that we have in our thinking and the painful thinking we have. But it helped realize that... Um, were it not for the thinking I'm in, um, I would experience uh, my well-being, my happiness, my true nature, as some three principles people call it. Uh, 
And that was a wake-up call for me. Isn't that something to just realize that um, were it not for um, the, the thinking you're in, um, you would have all that you're looking for? And so uh, that's what I wanted to talk with you today about. Again, for those of you joining new, we're going to have a shorter um, <clears throat> teleseminar as we allow um, time for people to really hear the whole seminar in their times during their lives. Anyhow, um, again, to just sit together and reflection today that uh, in terms of the principles, we are the principles. We are mind. We are that spiritual energy of love and understanding uh, that takes the form of happiness, well-being, mental health, anything you'd like to call it. And that it's, it's uh, always with us. We are always that energy. We are all the energy of uh, well-being and happiness and and mental health. We are that. And the only thing that obscures that from us realizing it is uh, the thinking, the habitual thinking, really, that we get involved in. And I really want to talk today to help us realize that some more, that um, that isn't to deny uh, the thoughts you're having. It's just for you to begin to look to see if... Um, the thinking you've been engaged in is uh, really steering you away from the wisdom, the well-being, the happiness you're looking for. Um, I've always uh, been touched by Sid pointing us to the simplicity of that. Um, and also that he actually refrained from um, giving us any strategies to find happiness. You know, that's something I've looked for and evolved my understanding for. But there's so many books out there about happiness that always uh, has within it some kinds of practices that lead to that or strategies that lead to that. And Sid um, was not teaching at that level of strategies. He just knew if you could have a realization or an insight into the principles or you really just saw truly for yourself that your habits of thought are the only thing in the way of you uh, having happiness and well-being, that would be enough. You didn't need strategies to get happiness or well-being because you're all, you already have it, right? So look, look at the logic of this. If you're talking to someone about strategies to get happiness, what you're implying to people is that they don't have it, right? Because you're giving them a strategy to go get it, but they already have it. And that's what Sid woke up for me in such a powerful way that it's already there. Uh, and that, isn't that a, amazing? And just to, to sit with that and reflect on that. So there's all kinds of thinking that gets in the way, even uh, positive thinking. You know, we could get caught up in a lot of, uh, of, uh, of thinking that we would call positive that keeps us from, uh, from just living moment to moment in our well-being or, or happiness. I love, too, that Sid 
added to this by uh, helping us see that all mental health, all health that we're looking for psychologically resides in this feeling. He called it contentment, uh, but it's no different than happiness or love and understanding. It's the same energy, this pure energy of contentment or happiness. When you're truly in that feeling, you're not really thinking of yourself. And that's the power of it. The minute you drop into a consciousness of happiness or well-being or contentment, you'll notice if you took a look at it that you're not thinking about what you're lacking or what you need next. People would call it more of a peaceful state of mind. People sometimes talk about that experience of coming home. People just know that this is the right place for them. And again, you know, in that in that energy we're calling happiness or, or love and understanding or well-being, uh, where to go with that forms? It may be that it takes you to a place of generosity. It may take you to a place of gratitude. It may take you to a place of, of uh, forgiveness. But the thing to see is that uh, you want to keep your eyes open to something beyond your usual thinking. And you just want to sit uh, knowing that uh, everything you've been looking for is there. You know, uh, I've talked about this before, but it comes up as a nice example. During my uh, time in sharing this understanding with, uh, with people, I worked a lot with uh, people who are in relationships, you know, and, of course, people come to see me when they're having difficulty in their relationship, usually. And so when we meet for the first time, they're telling me about uh, what's wrong with the other person. You know, they have a list of things that need to be fixed about each other. And what I offer them in terms of us working together is that uh, they already have within them right now as we're sitting there together the love and understanding they're looking for. The problem is, is that there's a misunderstanding of thinking. There's a misunderstanding of how they're using their thoughts because they think, like all of us, innocently, that uh, that love and understanding will, they'll find that if only their partner would get better at something, you see. And there's the, you know, there's the misunderstanding all of us live in. You know, if only uh, I could uh, have this in my life. If only I had a relationship. Uh, if only I had a high-paying job. Uh, if only I had a nice place to live, you see? We all get caught up in that thinking innocently. And I saw so many, well, most, almost all of the couples that I saw uh, caught up in the misunderstanding that if their partner would just improve, they would find the love and understanding they're looking for. They also were under the impression that that love was lost. But it can't be because that's what you are. You are that energy, happiness, love, 
understanding, contentment. You are that energy. So here are two people in a love relationship thinking that the love is gone when actually it can't go anywhere because that's what they are spiritually. So once people began to catch on to the fact that the way they were thinking about each other, the way they were thinking about uh, the love and understanding they were looking for uh, um, was keeping them from really really having that together. Um, once they woke up to that, they started to have more of those feelings. Couples would come in and they were more generous with each other. They were more tender with each other. They were kinder to one another. They talked about forgiving. So uh, that's just an example in my work where I could really uh, see the misunderstanding take place that were it not for each each person in the relationship's thinking, they would be in love and understanding. Again, the title of today's teleseminar suits quote that uh, uh, you have all the happiness you're looking for right now were, were it not for your silly thoughts. And he mentioned silly, I think he mentioned it, to help us not be so serious about those thoughts. Uh, rather than get reactive to calling painful thinking silly, it would be important to just see that what he really meant was you were taking our thinking about ourselves, about our lives, too seriously. And uh, not only are they leading us away from uh, um, realizing the happiness we are already immersed in, um, but they're uh, already creating negative experiences for ourselves. So, um, so that's that's the sense I'm getting from uh, realizing that uh, were it not for our thinking, we would be immersed in happiness and well-being, everything we're looking for. My colleague uh, Dick and Bettinger talks a lot about prior to meeting Sidney Banks, he would be a self-help bookstore guru. He would get to the bookstore, go to the self-help section and buy everything that he could carry out. Again, looking for well-being and happiness uh, from those books, trying to find it outside of uh, himself. Now, he was doing it innocently. It's the human condition to look outside of ourselves for a better feeling. And Sidney Banks' teachings woke up in all of us that uh, it's not outside. We already have it. We're already living in it. And again, you know, uh, one other thing to just share with you is that if you get moments of that happiness and well-being uh, breaking through, you experiencing it, begin to appreciate, begin to give yourself more time with it. Um, I was just mentoring someone who wanted wants to teach more, uh, uh, coach more from uh, Three Principles Understanding. And we were looking at 
how they were having moments of uh, well-being, and they would like yes, they would have a nice feeling. They would just come be at peace. Uh, they would feel contentment, and all of a sudden they would say, "Yeah, but I've got to get this project created." And we started to look at how easy it is for us to take ourselves away from the feeling of happiness and well-being and contentment when it shows up, because it will show up. Uh, It's just whether or not we really see that's where to live. And so I was helping mentor this practitioner to live more with it when it shows up see that as the the true course of things, not start to dismiss it so quickly and get back to so-called business, right? Get back to my so-called thinking life. And again, you know, I saw this so clearly with couples that, uh, uh, again, you know, in in their uh, beginning sessions with me, they would be in a lot of distress and you know, uh, disturbed uh, feelings and thinkings with each other. And yet there'd be a moment of tenderness in the session. They would like hold one another's hands and then get right back into it. And I would start to point out to them to appreciate that moment of tenderness, to really see that that's what they were looking for, despite the fact of their thinking their silly thoughts that got them back into, yeah, that was nice holding your hand, but you better get better at this, you see. And so uh, the the people I was seeing started to um, respect those feelings when they came up, started to try to live more in them. Some couples would talk with me about how they just uh, decided uh with each other to just be more positive. Now, that wasn't positive thinking. That was their own realizations that uh, it would be coming from their realizing that they are happiness and well-being and love, that uh, maybe they could just try it out. That's where it came from, that realization. So when... uh, you find moments of happiness or well-being or you find a moment of peace of mind, stay with it. Um, Don't kind of yes, but your way out of it into more of your silly thoughts. (laughs) Just uh, coming back to that. So um, I just wanted to share a few uh, thoughts around today's topic. And uh, so two things for people who joined us uh, a little later than our starting time. Um, I'm shortening the uh, teleseminars a little bit so when people listen to the recordings, they can hear the whole thing and have time to hear that. Um, And the other thing is for everybody on the call today, uh, I'm I'm offering a free uh, coaching session if you would like that with me. Just email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net. So, okay, so I just want to open up the rest of the teleseminar to hear from you. Uh, So uh, I'd love to hear what you're thinking about today's teleseminar or 
how how it's been going with you around the understanding of Sydney Banks' teachings. We haven't met for several months, so it'd be great to hear how that's going. Uh, or if you have any questions or thoughts about the principles or Sid's teachings, it's all open for that. Now, to um, ask a question, you need to hear, hit a star two on your phone. So you hit star two on your phone, and uh, uh, I can see that you have a question and uh, open up the line for you. So feel free. We really, we really get a lot when we hear from uh, the from all of you during the teleseminar. So any question you have, anything that came to mind when you were listening to uh, my thoughts, um, anything you've been noticing about the principles understanding or uh, Sid's teachings. Anybody want to start us off? Okay, so um, we have two people. The first one, it looks like uh, Europe or UK numbers. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know how to read. The last numbers are 2001. Right. That's me. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> hi, Mark. It's What's Beshley here. It's Beshley. Oh, hi, Beshley. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm um, good to hear from you. Wonderful. Well, yeah, no, I was just really enjoying what you were saying there about, you know, these, these silly thoughts. And I, I just something that I just wanted to share. I was in the car with my kids the other day, and one of them was really getting upset about that we'd given some toys away that they didn't want to give away. And the other one said to his brother, you know, he said, he said, you have like a rubbish dump in your head. You can just put that thought in there, you know, and then it's gone. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I, I just thought that was so sweet. Um, and, you know, it, it just comes from children obviously hearing the way we talk about things. But, um, yeah, I mean, his brother did eventually just sort of calm down and, and you know, another thought came through as, as it always does. But, yeah, I just thought I'd just share that with you that, you know, little kids can even sort of start to coach each other, I guess, and to, um, you know, really take on board what we're saying, even though we're not necessarily teaching it to them. They're just here things um how we're kind of trying to relate to the thoughts that we have in life so oh Beshley, thank you for sharing that that's beautiful and uh what you're sharing really is so true i think one of the things uh early on in, in my meeting with sid with a small group of us was he saying that you know he said to us you know children have wisdom too and oh my mm -hmm. goodness that opened my eyes to Look, you know, we're all mine. We're all mine. Yeah. We have different forms and different ages and so forth, you know. And what a beautiful uh, way to say something about how to hold thought, you know. Isn't that beautiful what comes to people? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and, and the more people do uh, move in the direction of well-being and happiness, they get those kinds of thoughts. So... Yeah, uh, I, yeah. So, you know, if everyone's mind, there's wisdom of, in everyone, and and that was. Thank you so much for sharing. Great, great to hear from you and have you on the call. Thank you, Mark. So there's another person, uh, Europe or the UK, and the last numbers are eight nine seven four. 
Hello, I think that's me. Hello. Hi. Hello, can you hear me? Hi. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hello, I'm Lizzie. Hi. Um, I just wondered if you find like peace and contentment, which I can do that sometimes, and you're just happy thing as it is, then in life, how do you kind of move on and like get a better job or get a bigger house if you're not that bothered because you find peace and contentment where you are? then you could just end up not doing much with your life just because you're happy with how it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, uh, that's a great question because, um, you know, uh, we're talking beyond uh, the idea of happiness and uh, we're talking deeply to uh, this spiritual energy that you are that we're calling it happiness. You know, but really, it's this deep con- contentment. But in those feelings is wisdom, and so the other part of uh, what I learned from Sid about the principles is that you know there's there's this uh, intelligence in mind that will guide you. So it doesn't correlate that. If you live in happiness, that means you're you don't do anything, or you're unmotivated. If you look yeah. around, if, if you look around, even with yourself, if you would take the weight of your thoughts off of your mind, uh, one of the things that occurs is being creative. Uh, the other thing is you see what needs to be done. A lot of times people yeah. uh, don't go forward uh, in, uh, you know, working or uh, finding a relationship. It's because of their silly thoughts. It's not because right. of happiness. Yeah. So it's not that uh, falling into a place where uh, you're really uh, – not thinking you need more or you're lacking something makes you uh, not get involved in life. You get even more involved in life. For example, uh, I've been mentoring three principles of therapists, practitioners, and coaches for many, many, many years. And once they drop into well-being, once they start to live more outside of their habitual thinking, they want to give more. They want to get out and let people know about this. So um, we're talking about something deeper than the ideas of, of what happiness means. It's We're just calling something that's a formless energy uh, happiness or love or contentment. But uh, when you touch that, uh, you're free of your usual thinking and most people don't get active in life because of their thinking and when you quiet that down and you feel you get into this feeling of happiness you feel good about yourself you see possibility Uh, you have what people would call self-esteem it all comes at once and so living in that uh living in that nature 
uh, you're more active in life. You're doing more in life. You're contributing more in life. So I hope that helps with the question. Yeah. Yeah, that helps a lot. Thank you. What's your name? Lizzie. I think I'll be contacting you for, yeah, I think I'll be contacting you for the coach thing that you offered as well. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Great talking with you. Thanks for the question. Thank you. Bye. And then uh, there's somebody here from, uh, it looks like the phone's coming through Delray Beach, Florida. Oh, wait. That's me. Yeah, Delray Beach. Yeah, that's it. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello. Yeah, hi. Am I coming through? Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, if you could just talk a little louder or closer to the mic. Okay. Is that any better? Good. Yes. Okay. Hi, I'm I'm Lee. We've spoken before. I'm Lee Bellelli. And um it this is going to be a it's really the same as the last question. And that was a great question and a, a phenomenal answer too. So I'm going through the idea of the elements, the three elements. So mind, consciousness, and thought create our compounds. And then, as you said, you move in the direction of, of say, happiness or joy. Well, <clears throat> I'm wondering, do we have any, any um, say or can we actually create the compounds or is it is it just getting out of the way so um for people on the call the quotes that this listener is uh sharing about elements and compounds is found in the missing link by sydney banks and uh it's a way of him describing how the principles are universal and uh, uh, unchangeable. It's his way of describing describing it in the Missing Link book. Uh, well, another great question, another really wonderful question. Uh, so here's what I think I'm hearing. Um, uh, through the principles, uh, through you being mine, thought and consciousness that's allowing you to uh, really live in a uh, uh, experience of your life each moment it could be boring it could be joyful it's coming to you through the principles Uh, I think that once you realize that uh, your experience of your life is coming through the way uh, the principles operate, you know, you're, the way you're using thought. Uh, the minute you see that, uh, uh, there's an opportunity for you to think differently. It's kind of like what's called in a seminar, freedom of thought. And so, right. uh, as we were talking earlier, without that understanding, most people um, are living uh, from their habitual thoughts, their conditioning, their beliefs, 
their opinions, their assumptions, without really having a sense that that's what's creating the experience they're having of their life. When you wake up to where that thinking gets formed, what creates that thinking, um, that's the hope of the principles. Once it occurs to you, uh, an insight, a realization, oh my goodness, I'm really creating this experience through the through thought and consciousness, just to use some words. Right. Once you wake up to that, once it occurs to you again in your life, again in your life, again in your life, you know, once that comes to you, you're at a different level of understanding. You're outside of your habitual thoughts now. So you get freedom to think any way you want to think. Mm. Okay. That, but but that coming to you, uh, to me, you can't control. Like, think about it. If you're in a upset, if you're in upset, that looks true. What you're thinking that's creating the upset looks true. So, how are you gonna uh, wake up? You know. Somehow, because of the wisdom you have and the realizations you've found, somehow that gets delivered back to you. I'm, these are my own words, okay? It's not quite like that. I'm talking right. about uh, uh, this formless energy. But that's the feeling of it. It gets delivered back to you. You wake up once again to what's really going on. Once you wake up to it, you get freedom to think differently than you usually do. Gotcha. So, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That was great. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a beautiful, you know, something that I realized, it took a while to really get a sense of this, that, you know, it's not you uh, uh, finding ways to, wake up your understanding again. That's impossible because it's really a change in your level of consciousness. You see, for you to once again wake up to the fact of where your experience comes from, your level of consciousness changed. And you can't make that happen. We as a living being can't make that happen. So, but once we wake up once again oh my god there I go again then you get the freedom uh, to think any way you want to think you can go beyond your conditioning and that's the hope of the principles the hope of the principles is you can live beyond your silly thoughts (laughs) you know to tie it back to you know to today's uh, teleseminar you see that's the hope and it isn't from strategies, it's just from continuing to uh, listen to Sid, to read his books, to keep reflective, to stay reflective. Let it percolate and you'll get an insight. You'll realize something. And, uh, and uh, that will stay with you. You'll never lose an insight. It'll come back, remind you of what's going on, and uh, then you get the freedom to think in another way. Uh, 
my friend Keith Blevins, we used to teach together in the 90s. That's how long ago we taught together. And he would help a group see this by saying to them, hey, do you see this indentation in my forehead? It's from going, oh, no, he would slap his forehead. Oh, no, there I go again. That waking up, we don't control. That's a shift in level of consciousness. But once we see it, we can then say, oh, sorry about that. We can apologize. We can forgive. Uh, we can be generous. We can have gratitude. Uh, all other ways of uh, thinking our lives comes available to us. So, uh, sorry about that interference. There's a, our, my gardener's out in front of my window. Anybody else have any questions or thoughts uh, from today's session? Anybody else with questions or anything that's coming to you that uh, is uh, making sense, uh, either about the principles or what we talked about today? You need to press star two if you have something. Well, good. It was great being on this teleseminar with all of you. It's been a while since we've had one, and uh, we're going to continue with them. Uh, uh, again, you know, they're shorter than they used to be because what I was hearing from people who download the recordings or listen to it on uh, on, pod, on a podcast, my podcast, uh, like them to be shorter because they get like a lunch break, they listen to a lunch break or driving to work, and they don't have like 50 minutes to listen. So trying to to, to get these teleseminars where they're, uh, we can make our points with, uh, with people in a way that's helpful in a shorter time frame. So thank you all for being here. Uh, for those of you new to the teleseminars, if uh, you uh, got an email about the teleseminar, then you're going to get the uh, follow-up email that gives you the link to the recording for this teleseminar or the podcast for this teleseminar. It'll be coming as an email probably in the next few days, but you'll you'll be getting it soon. And once again, anybody on today's call or listening to this teleseminar, I do this about four times a year. I offer a free coaching session. Just email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net. So great being with all of you, and uh, I look forward to you being part of this teleseminar next month. I hope this was helpful to all of you. Have a good um, rest of your day. Bye. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.